This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. So number one is do the right hard work. Number two is keep going. Yeah, it's it's a long-term thing. How long how long is an alpaca pregnant? Eleven months. Usually not twins. Usually one career a year. Um, did that work? Did we make the right choice about who we mated with who? Um, okay, let's try it again. It was another year. As another year. Uh, thankfully, they live a long time, but it takes a long time. You've got to have a long-term view. It's not quick, easy. It's do the right hard work and keep going. And there are things that you need to keep pursuing. Um, <laughs> it's not going to take you long to work out how to brush and which brush to use. That's, you know, that's me just playing around. But there are things that you can do which will make things easier or make things harder. So look for those things. Kind of analyze a bit what you're doing and, and work out what's what am I doing that's hard work? Which bit do I not like? <laughs> that's usually the hard work, isn't it? Which bit am I not enjoying? So how can I how can I simplify that? How can I do it in a different way? How can I use different equipment? Is this worth investing some time and effort in finding the right equipment for, for, for that particular job? Um, is it one of those things where I've got to say, you know, I can't do this by myself. I need somebody to help me on this occasion. So once a month, once a quarter, whatever the frequency, I'm going to get somebody to come and spend a morning with me just to, to be around the alpacas and help me do some checking husbandry type stuff, for example. Or moving the food. I know we can, we can move the food all in one go. That's not a good idea. Um, hmm. So there are some routine things like moving food, which I do most days. Uh, could I move more? Could I carry three bags at once? No, I couldn't. <laughs> well, I could. I could use a machine. I could use the, how about in-between machine, the, the wheelbarrow. Well, I could do that. Um, but actually there's, there's, you know, daily, daily moving. I get the exercise, which is good for me. And it just keeps the, the flow of food and the storage of food at a, a good level. So I don't know, don't know, do do too much of that. Keep going. So there are things that we we do over a period of time. We just keep going. We keep moving the food. We keep doing the husbandry. We keep doing the things that need to be done. And also over the longer term, we keep going. We don't get knocked to the point of giving up too easily. But hey, if we have to make that decision, we make that decision. And we, we weigh it up and we go, no, this isn't sustainable. I can't do this. And that's okay. But the long term is where we need to have our head. It's, it's a long term proposition, keeping alpacas. It's not a, just a short for a season, for a, for a summer. There's the old saying of dogs are not just for Christmas. And alpacas certainly aren't. So keep going. Keep learning keep stretching and share what you've got share the knowledge share the experience help other people to understand the magic of being around alpacas 
So that's the second thing. And then the third thing is to think alpaca. That's going to make your life easier. If you can learn to think alpaca, what do they want to do? They want to move this way. Now, I've got somebody standing in the way. I want to get them to go through that gate, but there's somebody standing too close to the gate. The alpacas are going to go, ooh, there's a pressure behind me to move, but I don't want to go that way because there's somebody, particularly for their, their occasional visitors that help out. They're, they're in the wrong place and they're going to cause a little bit of tension. So think alpaca and try and make them think that they thought of it. So put the gates in the right place. And you know my horror stories of that, having to chase after them and things. So get the gates arranged, get the, the track, the, the path, rather, that you're going you're gonna to move them. Get it all sorted in advance. Have a little second look now, thinking alpaca, and go, okay, if the pressure behind is, is uh, resisted, which, which, which direction are they going to go? How are they going to avoid this? How are they going to go, oh, this feels more comfortable, I'm going to go that way. I'm going to turn around and come back towards you. <laughs> if you're trying to push them from a wide space behind them, they can dot around the side of you. And been there, done that, haven't we? <laughs> uh, so do it slowly. Let them have a think about what is going on. Let them feel safe. Don't rush them too much. And if they turn and they're moving in the right direction, that's when you can apply the, the, the clear pressure that just keeps them moving, keeps them going. So thinking alpaca, what else do they like to do? They like food. They'll come for food. You can bribe them so many times, <laughs> quite a lot of times actually, and, and most days. But don't, over, don't overuse that one because they get wise to that. Like children... You can, you can encourage them with things that they would like, enjoy, want. Did I say bribery? Doesn't quite the right word I want to use for children. But you know what I mean. To encourage particular activities, we can, we can give sweeteners, not sugar necessarily, but some kind of sweetener. And uh, can you hear, hear in the background, there's a little kind of... Ch -ch -ch. That's the alpacas walking through the car park. They're heading off down the path, down the side of the lake. They're heading off now. Oh, really? Interesting. What was that about? Why are you worried? What are you worried about? There's a duck just shouting. Um, it was a duck. It was an odd sound. Didn't recognize the sound. Some kind of alarm cry of something. And they've all moved from where they were in, in the lake. Oh, hello, Tabitha. You come to see me? Hello. Yes, I'm talking into my phone again. Hello, gorgeous. How are you? Yeah. Yeah. You have to have, have your morning. Now, you've had your first breakfast. You've gone off your second breakfast. Is that what you're doing? No, no, you can't, you can't touch my nose when I'm talking like this. She's gone off now. But she did come running over. And uh, there's another one who's very closely watching me because she always comes over to have a little sniff as well. She's now checking Tabitha out. Where have you been? What have you been doing? You've been talking to him. They are so funny. Sorry, having a little chuckle in the middle of my talking here. So the third thing is to think alpaca. So they're, they're heading up that way, and they're quite happy. They take their time. They, they wander up. Just occasionally I lose them in the morning, uh, less so now because the light's just shifting slightly. And uh, they, they, they've kind of gone out. They're, they stayed out and they've gone around the other way. So they, they're at the far end of the lake, and they're onto the terraces or whatever down the far end of, of the valley. Um, rather than being here ready to have breakfast. 
But most of the time, they're here ready to have breakfast. Occasionally, I lose them and they're not around. And I go, oh, when were they gone? And whatever they're doing down there, they kind of finish doing. And then by about half 10, 11, they'll be back. And they come, follow the path, other path, come in the other gate and come down. And uh, so sometimes they get a late breakfast. So there are things, thinking alpaca, what's their little routines that they have? Where do they like to do certain things? Where's, the, where's their morning place for grazing? Where's the place they like to sit and chew the cud? What do they then do? What's the afternoon routine? They're almost guaranteed to know when you appear for feeding. And they'll probably be not necessarily right there, but they're not far off. And as soon as you appear, then they'll, they'll start that drift to come get the food. Morning, Rosalind. How are you today? She's the funny one, you know. They're all funny ones, I know. I know I know they're all funny in their own ways. Rosalind's funny because she, she touches, put, put, puts food away in a, <laughs> like a little pouch. She hasn't got a pouch. This is galloping across the car park. What is that about? Oh, you just like that. That's interesting. You're just like your mum. You know, she was stood there the other day and I'm thinking, Oh, Amelia, I thought I just fed you. No, no, it was Betson. And her face, her head, the angle and all the rest of it, it looks so like her mum. She's now grown up into a lovely uh, juvenile. She's a lovely. But she's, she's quite active. She's quite, I'm going to go all running and dance around. They kind of run and then they turn their head and their neck to one side. She's so number one is do the right hard work. Number two is keep going. Yeah, it's it's a long-term thing. How long how long is an alpaca pregnant? Eleven months. One career, usually not twins, usually one career a year. Um, did that work? Did we make the right choice about who we mated with who? Um, okay, let's try it again. There's another year. There's another year. Uh, thankfully, they live a long time, but it takes a long time. You've got to have a long-term view. It's not quick, easy. It's do the right hard work and keep going. And there are things that you need to keep pursuing. Um, <laughs> it's not going to take you long to work out how to brush and which brush to use. That's, you know, that's me just playing around. But there are things that you can do which will make things easier or make things harder. So look for those things kind of analyze a bit what you're doing and, and work out what's what am i doing that's hard work which bit do i not like <laughs> that's usually the hard work isn't it which bit am i not enjoying so how can i how can i simplify that how can i do it in a different way how can i use different equipment is this worth investing some time and effort in finding the right equipment for, for, for that particular job um is it one of those things where i got to say you know i can't do this by myself i need somebody to help me on this occasion so once a month once a quarter whatever the frequency i'm going to get somebody to come and spend a morning with me just to to be around the alpacas and help me do some checking husbandry type stuff for example or moving the food i know we can we can move the food <laughs> all in one go that's not a good idea um hmm so there are some routine things like moving food, which I do most days. Uh, could I move more? Could I carry three bags at once? No, I couldn't. <laughs> well, I could. I could use a machine. I could use the, how about in-between machine, the, the wheelbarrow. Well, I could do that. Um, but actually there's, there's, you know, 
daily daily moving. I get the exercise, which is good for me. And it just keeps the, the flow of food and the storage of food at a, a good level. Keep going. So there are things that we, we do over a period of time. We just keep going. We keep moving the food. We keep doing the husbandry. We keep doing the things that need to be done. And also over the longer term, we keep going. We don't get knocked to the point of giving up too easily. But hey, if we have to make that decision, we make that decision. And we, we wait up and we go, no, this isn't sustainable. I can't do this. And that's okay. But the long term is where we need to have our head. It's, it's a long term proposition, keeping alpacas. It's not a, just a short for a season, for a, for a summer. There's the old saying of dogs are not just for Christmas. And alpacas certainly aren't. So keep going, keep learning keep stretching and share what you've got share the knowledge share the experience help other people to understand the magic of being around alpacas so that's the second thing and then the third thing is to think alpaca that's going to make your life easier if you can learn to think alpaca what do they want to do? They want to move this way. Now, I've got somebody standing in the way. I want to get them to go through that gate, but there's somebody standing too close to the gate. The alpacas are going to go, ooh, there's a pressure behind me to move, but I don't want to go that way because there's somebody, particularly for their occasional visitors that help out. They're, they're in the wrong place and they're going to cause a little bit of tension. So think alpaca and try and make them think that they thought of it. So put the gates in the right place. And you know my horror stories of that, having to chase after them and things. So get the gates arranged, get the, the track, the, the path, rather, that you're going you're gonna to move them. Get it all sorted in advance. Have a little second look now, thinking alpaca, and go, okay, if the pressure behind is, is uh, resisted, which, which, which direction are they going to go? How are they going to avoid this? How are they going to go, ooh, this feels more comfortable, I'm going to go that way. I'm going to turn around and come back towards you. <laughs> if you're trying to push them from a wide space behind them, they can dot around the side of you. And been there, done that, haven't we? <laughs> uh, so do it slowly. Let them have a think about what is going on. Let them feel safe. Don't rush them too much. And... If they turn and they're moving in the right direction, that's when you can apply the, the, the clear pressure that just keeps them moving, keeps them going. So thinking alpaca, what else do they like to do? They like food, they'll come for food. You can bribe them so many times, <laughs> quite a lot of times actually, and, and most days, but don't, over, don't overuse that one because they get wise to that. Like children, you can, you can encourage them with things that they would like, enjoy, want. Did I say bribery? Doesn't quite the right word I want to use for children. But you know what I mean, to encourage particular activities, we can, we can give sweeteners, not sugar necessarily, but some kind of sweetener. And uh, can you hear, hear in the background, there's a little kind of ch -ch -ch, that's the alpacas walking through the car park, they're heading off down the path, down the side of the lake, they're heading off now. Oh, really? Interesting, what was that about? Why are you worried? What are you worried about? There's a duck just shouting. Um, it was a duck. 
It was an odd sound. Didn't recognise the sound. Some kind of alarm cry of something. And they've all moved from where they were in, in the lake. Oh, hello, Tabitha. You come to see me? Hello. Yes, I'm talking into my phone again. Hello, gorgeous. How are you? Yeah? Yeah? You off to have, have your morning... Now, you've had your first breakfast. You've gone off your second breakfast. Is that what you're doing? No, no, you can't... You can't touch my nose when I'm talking like this. She's gone off now. But she did come running over. And uh, there's another one who's very closely watching me because she always comes over to have a little sniff as well. She's now checking Tabitha out. Where have you been? What have you been doing? You've been talking to him. They are so funny. Sorry, having a little chuckle in the middle of my talking here. So the third thing is to think alpaca. So they're, they're heading up that way and they're quite happy. They take their time. They, they wander up. Just occasionally I lose them in the morning, uh, less so now because the light's just shifting slightly. And uh, they, they, they've they kind of gone out. They're, they stayed out and they've gone around the other way. So they, they're at the far end of the lake and they're onto the terraces or whatever down the far end of, of the valley um, rather than being here ready to have breakfast. But most of the time they're here ready to have breakfast. Occasionally I lose them and they're not around. And I go, when were they gone? And whatever they're doing down there, they kind of finish doing. And then by about half 10, 11, they'll be back. And they come, follow the path, other path, come in the other gate and come down. And uh, so sometimes they get a late breakfast. So there are things, thinking alpaca, what's their little routines that they have? Where do they like to do certain things? Where's, the, where's their morning place for grazing? Where's the place they like to sit and chew the cud? What do they then do? What's the afternoon routine? They're almost guaranteed to know when you appear for feeding. And they'll probably be not necessarily right there, but they're not far off. And as soon as you appear, then they'll, they'll start that drift to come get the food. Morning, Rosalind. How are you today? She's the funny one, you know. They're all funny ones, I know. I know, I know they're all funny in their own ways. Rosalind's funny because she, she touches, put, put, puts food away in a it's like a little pouch. She hasn't got a pouch. This is galloping across the car park. What is that about? Oh, you just like that. That's interesting. You're just like your mum. You know, she was stood there the other day, and I'm thinking, Oh, Amelia, I thought I just fed you. <laughs> no, no. It was Betson. And her face, her head, the angle, and all the rest of it, it looks so like her mum. She's now grown up into a lovely... Uh, juvenile. She's a lovely. But she's she's quite active. She's quite having a good old run and a dance around. They kind of run and then they turn their head and their neck to one side. She's so like her mum where uh, her mum likes to stand and um, stand broadside. She's quite small and she's she's compact. So she'll stand there and she'll bro stand broadside trying to look as big as possible. And Betson obviously has inherited this. Interesting. Trying to make up for their little stature by standing in a way that makes them look as big as possible. Thinking alpaca. But they're pretty relaxed. They're just kind of chilled, standing around, looking. Talia bringing up the rear. I'm sure, actually, Amelia will be behind there somewhere. Yeah, you haven't looked back. She says she hasn't arrived yet. Actually, she's still further back. So they've, they've had their little morning munch in a corner of, of uh, Bankside Field, and now they're coming through and they're heading up along the path. They do keep my paths beautifully short, which is very nice. <laughs> it saves having to cut the high grass. 
and uh, I think it's tasty for them. They like the fresh stuff coming through. That's thinking alpaca again. What kind of food do they like? What kind of things will they go for for preference? And uh, yeah, so that's how to make your life easy with alpacas. It is three things. It's lots of other things, but let's start with these three things. So the first thing is do the right hard work. It's going to be hard work, but choose the right hard work that's going to serve you now and going forward. And then second thing is to keep going. Recognize it's a long-term venture. And there are lots of things that you need to pursue over a period of time. And then thirdly, it is to think alpaca. These three things will help you. They will make life easy. No, 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 no. That's clickbait. Sorry. No, no. Take that back. They won't make things easy, but they will make things easier. There's a, there's a line, isn't there? There's a kind of continuum between easy and hard, and we live most of the time somewhere in between, but we can move, move along the line towards easier. It's never going to be easy, but we can make it easier. So there's my, my non-clickbait answers. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure what to do now. You have to wait and see. Oh, you believe, listen to it. You've already seen it, haven't you? I'm just wondering what to do now with the, with the title. Do, do, <laughs> do I do two titles in one or something? Anyway, I'll have a think and, and a play with that just for fun. So, being good to be with you. So, make your life easier. Needs a bit of thought, needs a bit of hard work in the right place. Needs some continuation and it needs some thinking like an alpaca. So if you can, go spend some time with your alpacas and see what they're thinking. Let's see if you can work out what on earth this animal is thinking. Inscrutable. What's behind those eyes? Mm, it's a lovely mystery. Go spend some time with them. Take care and I'll see you again soon. Bye for now. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.